I think. Because you we um Flotus Forever has brought uh, we got an office space, so I'm yeah. considering this an office space. We have a mascot, his name is Roy. Um so shout out to Claire's brother, thank you. And Carolyn. And Carolyn, We're so grateful thank you um, for your home these for days. letting us use your beautiful space as our new office. I'm yeah. just gonna declare that. I hope that's cool. <laughs> Carolyn, I know you work from home, but hopefully you don't mind that we're here, I don't know, every weekend. <laughs> every weekend giggling about the first lady. Just, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, I'm dog sitting. It's um, both humbling, terrifying, and rewarding all at the same time. Claire, I, I keep saying this to you, but I'm going to announce this publicly now. You spend your days, like 12 hours a day, taking care of... 30, I think you said, young people under the age of four, yes. I think it is, yeah. keeping them alive and yeah. safe in these crazy times, yet you don't know how to walk a dog properly. <laughs> not that she's not walking the dog properly, but like she's very concerned. It's just different. Here's what, I, here's what I said to Elise, and I said this to my friend Adam as well. When you have like a tiny sweater for a human person, you know how to put it on. <laughs> because there are similarities between a tiny human sweater and a, and a grown-up human sweater. Right. Same holes. Yes. Dogs, different. So there's drama right off the bat because I got to put a sweater. I'm not going to let Roy go out in the cold like that. Like, I got to put a sweater on. Couldn't Ugh. figure out which holes to his little paws go through. His, you heard me almost say hands. This is the first time, <laughs> again, first time Claire used the word paw to describe <laughs> the, do- the dog's anatomy because she was referring to them all morning as hands. So that's where we're at. That's Claire's knowledge of pets and dogs and we did get his sweater on we did go for a walk ground level here (laughs) ground level here of knowledge of a dog let's be real though we did a nice walk this morning roy roy is happy and snoozing and he is you might even hear his little snoozes in the background so we love roy love roy yeah shout out to roy shout out to roy okay other housekeeping just right off the bat housekeeping okay so i need you all to follow us at at flotus forever yeah um that's the number four and then eva eva (laughs) Obviously. I just can't believe I have to explain that. But Flotus for the number Eva. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram. We're lovely. I'll post more, I promise. But you'll get all the new information about episodes, where you can listen. Just fun stuff. Yeah, even some like, yeah, inside jokes from the pod. Yeah, you'll um, get it. it. Like little tidbits you might not have known about. Yeah. Yeah. So follow that. Um, and also rate and review the podcast if you like it. Only if you like it. Yes. <laughs> Now, listen, I'm not here to judge anyone who has an opinion about us. If you don't like it, don't listen. I don't... There's so many podcasts. So many other podcasts. Not about the First Ladies, though, because this is how this was born. Yes. So you won't learn about the First Ladies, but you know what? This country is misogynistic. (laughs) Okay, at least I knew you were going to take it there. I knew you were going to take it there. Maybe you don't like the sounds of our voices. Maybe you don't like our research style. Maybe you don't like our back and forth. That's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to give us a one star review and then have. You don't have to have me have to tell that to Elise because that's really. I got angry because this is not. (laughs) I angrily chugged my Lacroix and I was. I ranted and raved. This is for my safety here, people. Yeah. This is for my Just safety. Listen, folks. If you're listening to this, you obviously like me or Claire in real life because yeah. I don't think strangers are listening to this. If you are, welcome. Um, but, but if you're not... See, I hope it was a stranger. What if... We, I hope it was a stranger. What if we have... Dev- I think... <laughs> What I bet you I have enemies. I'm sure I have led a Claire, I have led a sorted life. I'm I will say Claire said, "Do you have enemies? I might." And this is how she wrote up the one star review. So my point of this is, if you're my enemy, I don't know why. Maybe 
Claire has an enemy, apparently. <laughs> I might have a few, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to give me a one-star review, this is my thing. If you're going to say one-star, anything under four, I want you to write why. <gasps> no, no, no. Just oh, text us. Don't. Just oh, like, yeah, shoot me a text. <laughs> anyway, no, just no, write nice reviews. No, give us five. Message us on Insta if there's something that oh, you're like, yes, trying to DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also, what, here's another, here's a real, like, truth, though. Yeah. I the other day when discovering the one star oh was God, you were like sitting on this news. I was sitting on this news. She wasn't gonna tell me. I wasn't. But I was sitting on it and I thought to myself, this is a misogynistic country. This is a patriarchy. I let me type in <laughs> let me type in the word history to podcast and see what comes up. Yeah. And whenever you do that on the podcast app, only the top like 30 podcasts or whatever come up. And it's all about dudes, right? All about dudes, all hosted <gasps> by dudes. So, ladies, that's what I'm saying. Let's stick together. Yeah. Again, is this a fun version of history and the Flotus ladies? Yes. Yes. Because it's I'm COVID not a times. Like, this is our weekend. Like, we're trying to live our lives. Claire and I just like to read about this and discuss it. So, we thought, why not record ourselves and share it with people who may want to know? Small info about this. Yes. That is the point of this podcast. Do not come here for like your thesis <laughs> paper. I'm not responsible for that. I, I mean, you honestly should go to Wikipedia for that. We're not responsible for that. Yeah. So if you're here for a good time to learn about Flotus, welcome. Give us a five-star review. Write a, cute, a quick little review if possible. That would Even be just like a little yellow heart. Yeah, we'll take it. Just, you know, help help spread the word. And also, we love you. XOXO. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Like, even if you're my enemy, which you might be, I love you. I'm just like, we're going to theorize about who the enemy is after Oh, this. I have a lot of theories. So interesting. <laughs> so interesting. I'm also telling myself that it was an accident. It was like my, you said your mom, but maybe my no. mom. Because she asked me, how do I download the podcast? So she doesn't even know. So maybe she figured out how to and then accidentally gave me a bad review. No, my mom is really a supporter. She listens to every ep. And so much. Thank Geraldine, you Geraldine, if you left a one-star review, let's just she have an open text. dialogue. Give us a text. So Geraldine is Geraldine. This is her exact quote about the podcast. She said she listens to all her podcasts on one and a half speed, but ours she can't do that because we already talk too fast. (laughs) Also, am I the loudest human? Yes. Yes. Is my voice shrill sometimes? One hundred. Am I still giving you facts with humor? Yes. Yes. So you're welcome. Is my laugh insane? Yes, for sure. Yes. Am I always drinking LaCroix? Yes. But do I give you facts with humor? Yes. That being said, today we are talking about a few ladies, actually. Not just me and Elise on our feelings. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. A therapy no, do not say sorry. Do I not am apologize. not apologizing to Claire's enemy. Wow. Do you see what society has brought to us? I'm saying. How many times did Rachel Donaldson Jackson have to apologize for her life? Oh. So many times. We'll get into so it. So many times. We'll get into it. We're talking about Rachel Donaldson Jackson. We're talking about Emily Donaldson. And we're talking about Sarah York Jackson. So many women. Here we go. Not these, well married to Andrew Jackson. No, these are the ladies who were married. One of them was married to Andrew Jackson, the yeah. seventh president. No, eighth president of the United States. And here we go. All right. Rachel. So Rachel, Rachel was born in Virginia. Oh my God, what sign is she? We didn't even look. She was born in June on June fifteenth, seventeen sixty seven. June fifteenth. Oh, so she is a um, oh my gosh, 
Claire. What's people in May? Oh my god, I'm like losing my mind. June, I'm Googling this real quick. June 15th, Zodiac sign. It's not... Aquarius, I'm guessing. No, Gemini. that's Gemini. Wait, no, no, no. Gemini would be later. I know, that's what it says. <gasps> no, you're right. It, it, was, it is Gemini. Sorry, it is Gemini. Because the end of Gemini is June 21st. One of the questions people ask is, who should a Gemini marry? <laughs> What do they say? Do people Google this? <laughs> I don't know. What do Aries, they say? Aries, Leo, Libra, and Aquarius. Wait, wait. Aquarius. Okay, that's like half the signs. That's I not know. Fair. You just wait. What was, <laughs> what was Andrew Jackson? What was yeah, we gotta for? we gotta find out Andrew Jackson. Okay. My dad. This is why people gave us a one story. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Andrew Jackson was born on March fifteenth, so he's an Aries. No, no, he's no, no, no. Pisces. He's a Pisces. Was that in the list? No. Wow. But he's on the Pisces cusp because Aries was next. So. Had some Aries tendencies. Oh, look at this picture. <laughs> Podcast visual. He was a rock. Yes, okay. Right. I'll post it if you follow us. I close for Um. Anyway, so she is an Aquarius. Uh, she's Gemini. a, she's a Gemini. Gemini. Well, it's classic. I mean, this is now our third floating. Yeah, we gem. had a lot of gems. Yeah. Interesting. Martha was the most famous gem, and she. She kind of Martha vibes. I. Maybe it's the age thing. I'm pretty sure she's young. I don't know. No, there, I mean, no, she has more of the vibes in that she was definitely married before Andrew Jackson. Did not murder her husband. Though. Did not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I don't, she doesn't really read to me like a Gemini, honestly. So I'm a little yeah. bit confused by that. But I also think that we get a very, you know, it is hard to find, like with all of these women, it's hard to really find like a lot of information on them, especially because all of her letters were also burned in a fire. <laughs> so many fires. Not on purpose though. These letters no weren't burned on purpose. No one had fire safety. No, literally none. No, but these letters weren't burned on purpose, so at least there's that. There's no yeah. white, there's no like trying to erase history here. Yeah. But um, an accidental <laughs> fire. Which is like run of the mill, I think. Well, I mean, that's what you get for living in a giant log cabin with. I mean, they didn't have proper paper stones. letters. Yeah, there was just like open fire that you're cooking over. I and imagine. candles, like I mean, it was honestly oh, bound right. to happen. We need Thomas Edison. This makes sense. We need yeah, Thomas Edison. Wait, did he do the light bulb, Thomas Edison? Yeah, yeah, we need him really bad. This, this checks out. The yeah. fires. Anyway. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't really unless we like saw those letters talking about how she was a Gemini. I don't really think she was a very good Gemini, but that doesn't mean that she wasn't a very good person. No. She was, a, she was a good person. So she was She's born, born in... Okay. Oh, also, to fact check myself, I did explicitly <laughs> say that Rachel Jackson was not born in Virginia a few episodes ago. Um, she was born in Virginia. <laughs> right. But honestly, we were trying to get out of this Virginia she, hole we were in. Yeah, she also... She's born in Virginia, but she doesn't stay there for long. She does move out west. No, because her father co-founded Nashville which now so it's cool. very hard for me to imagine someone co-found in a city just yeah. because <laughs> no one's like really finding territory these days right. so I just love the idea that her the Donaldsons were like the first family one of ours. yeah they were one of the first families of Tennessee yeah, which is like so that. cool they were one of the earliest settlers they of were Tennessee. the first white or among the first white settlers that moved to Tennessee because remember at this time it's um dominated by Native Americans because yeah. then the white people came in and ruined everything which is very tells the Jackson tale. If yeah. You're Wait, with is Tennessee a state. colony or a state at this point, or is it still a territory this of is Virginia? This I'm getting confused because on the electoral map, well, at this yeah. point when they moved, it might have been a territory. Yeah. But by the time there's the election, it is a state. It is. Okay, I didn't yeah. look. I didn't so it might be a territory at this point. I mean, okay. we're going to use the state's names just for the ease of telling of the story. Yeah. I don't know if it was like officially a state yes. at this point that the Donaldsons moved. But even when it would be, did become a state, it was. Still dominated by Native Americans, so a bunch of these white people came in, her family, um, 
and you know started to destroy things. Yeah. Lots. <laughs> she has seven brothers and three sisters. All right. And uh, from what I can tell, they all survived. Most yeah. Of them, like, which is impressive. She. At this yeah. Point. I mean, so many people died. She, yeah. She was. They lived, and they lived. Yeah. They they were a very supportive family. They really loved each other a lot. I mean, I think when you move. When you sort of are a pioneer in that way, you have to stick close by to your people. Yeah. And so they did. They really did. Yeah. Um, she does receive an education. We're really not sure how that's possible. Um, no. Oh, yeah. But that's, it's said that she can, um, you know, read and write and all that stuff. And so, you yeah. Know. Which is kind of interesting because this is the first um, woman that's not from money or one of the first women that who's sure. not from money. So sure. she's kind of poor ish, middle class. Um, and she's from the, the West, so, or what? They're yeah, this is the, West the first first lady from the West. And so I, yeah. I called her a cowgirl, well, she's not really a cowgirl, but she's from the South, she has a really thick accent, and moving forward when they head to D.C., she was kind of looked down upon for being like a country bumpkin kind of vibe, yeah, yeah, getting, yeah. because she didn't have this Northeastern accent, um... Like the rest of the folks had, so she or or presidents at this point and vice uh first ladies. So I'm imagining this like country gal coming and she like smoked a pipe, which I just love. First of all, I just love that. I think that that's like, like Dolly vibes. No, it's Dolly vibes. It's it's my whole vibes. I mean, I think that accents are so. I'm I like I I think that they're so interesting and they they. They can tell you a story before you're like even realizing yeah. that you're being told a story. Sort That's of, true. you know what I mean. And so it's like interesting um, to think how, of course, like in our, I mean, I think I, I speak like in terms of like larger America, we all come from not we don't all come from, but I mean like the people that have been in charge have mostly been like northeastern, like forever kind yeah. of in a, in a lot of ways. And so it's like we identify America as like this place you know what I'm saying yeah. do you know what I mean like I I even think about like um I mean this is like way forward ahead but with Bill Clinton and that woman Paula oh what was yeah what's her name um Paula, I yeah, yeah. Their, her Jones? accent Paula Jones yeah, yeah. that everyone made fun of her for her yeah. accent and they called her stupid and they just like you know what I mean and they like destroyed her in in the media yeah and it was because of her accent yeah I mean it wasn't completely but I mean obviously <laughs> yeah like, the patriarchy but but um on the accent notes, like, it's interesting because I think when the the Founding Fathers, and they're all from this, like, Northeastern territory, they all still, I don't think it was so distinctive of an accent of, like, a New York accent or a Philly accent. Sure, like, sure. listening to yeah. you and I, yeah. to me, you have a, such a Philly accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have such a New and York accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, totally, totally. There's, there's distinctions now, but at this point, it was, like, either you were Southern or you were from the North. Right. Right. So yes, it's yes, very absolutely. jarring. I think to hear these these two come in, Andrew Jackson, Andy, we'll call him Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy and uh, Rachel come in with these like she's like a frontier chick. I know, and I kind of. I mean, her. I love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, she she's yeah. described as a hottie though. She has yep. this is the description. It's it was like I mean this is the most like descriptive thing I've heard. She's lustrous black eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> glossy dark hair. A dream <laughs> and full red lips, like so amazing. I'm jealous of her. I know, like she was beautiful. She had country manners and a full figure. Wow. I mean, wow. Yep. She smoked a pipe Put in that on Tennessee. a date in that I know, Rachel. Right? I know. Seriously, swipe right. So Rachel is. <laughs> Wait, yeah. So sorry. Oh. Where I was reading this, I didn't source this. Sorry, but trust me, folks. Um, it's a contrast to Jackson's spindly frame. <laughs> 
So he's a tall, yeah, lanky Jackson fella. Jackson is six foot one, red hair, like very pale. He has red hair? Yeah. Ew. Uh, no offense. Wait, I do not picture him with red hair. I guess I um, do because I know he had red hair. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. like just oh, interesting, interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, he was six foot one and like definitely spinely. I definitely picture him like um, just like Jafar, a, you know. <gasps> Ooh, like very angular. Yes. Oh, yeah. lots of angles. Well, this comes into his vengeful, murderous character, so Yeah, so convinced. where should we even go? I guess we should talk about her first marriage. marriage yes. Because that was like really, so. So we don't know much about her young childhood except she was educated somehow, frontier lady. Yes, yeah. And she um, gets married pretty young to uh, Ran- Ran- Randa's, what's his last name? Louis Robard. Louis Robard. And... All you can really learn about this guy and all you can really find out about this guy is how mad and angry he was all the time. <laughs> There's really, like, no... Toxic masculinity started with yeah. Lewis Robard. <laughs> it's, like, so that's crazy. That's the story I'm yeah. telling. <laughs> and it ended... Not ended. And it, it amplified with Andrew Jackson. Yeah. So she just... I mean, way to pick him, Rachel. I know. Well, I mean... She loved a bad boy. But... <laughs> she loved it out. <laughs> but the thing about Andrew Jackson is that I think he actually liked Rachel. I don't think that this guy did. No, this guy did not like her. I don't From know. From the very it's beginning... It's so confusing why they're married. It doesn't say how they... Like, what their courtship was like or how they no. met. But all accounts are that their marriage was not happy. So there's no... They just didn't like each other. Yeah. But didn't. not at the vibes that, like... Um, who did we just speak about? Um, John Quincy and Louisa. Like, remember they... No, they were, like, like, nitpicky. This yeah. was, like, literally, He was like, just mean. There was, like, rumors that he was just yeah, mean to her and, her and her family. Well, so. it's weird. And, like, we... I mean, my head goes to, like, some type of an abuse situation. But it doesn't also it doesn't, doesn't say, say that. that. But I can't imagine they were keeping, like, so domestic like, violence reports back then. No. <laughs> no. 100% not. So she... I mean, the letters were burned in 1834. So yeah. So, weird. I mean, God knows what this woman was going through. Yes, yeah. It was not a good time. She's obviously young. Um, we don't... It doesn't say the age when they got married. Yeah. But we all know everyone got married at 16 at this point. So yeah. <laughs> she's a young woman. Yes, totally. Married to this jerk. Um, and they move away from Nashville at this point, And they go to Kentucky when they were originally married. And so between... Not only do they have a tumultuous relationship and unhappy marriage, the territory that they're in, which is Kentucky, um, there's just constant wars between the whites and Native Americans. So yes, like, it's constant. So much chaos is happening yeah. in this woman's life. <laughs> just from this bat, she's like, "Whoa, this is intense." I wonder if they, if this is during the War of eighteen twelve. It probably is right around that time. Um, no, this is before because this they, is be- Oh, that's right. Well, of course, I mean, things are percolated for the word percolated. I said it again. I love it. I love when you say that. It's well, so I don't funny. know where I learned that word from. I don't. I've never of, heard of that word until you say. No, I've heard that word. Like coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Like I think of like coffee, like a percolator. If my sisters listen to this, Megan, I hope you are. Um, there was a there was a song she was listening to when we were in high school, and it's like it's time for the percolator, <laughs> and it's like a techno song. Maybe yes. that's where I learned it. Oh, I love it. that. I'll post it. <laughs> Okay, good, good, good. Anyway, no, of this course, is like, this is way before it's War bubbling. Of the war, yeah, yeah, it's bubbling. Yeah, they yeah, get yeah, married yeah. in 1794. That's so. right, that's right. So then Rachel, at a point, decides that she does not want to be married to this guy anymore. And she, you know, back then, like, divo- like we were talking about it, like, yes, there are other first ladies that have been married before they are married to their uh, husband, mm-hmm. president husbands. But... Very few of them actually were divorced. No, it was, it was always like a death. death, like like a Daniel Murder Custis vibes, or like yeah, or like the the yellow fever that like fl- like blew through Philly, yeah. like so drama. Unluckily for uh, Rachel, Lewis did not die from yellow fever. No, well, so she had to divorce. Him. She had to divorce him, and so yeah, I think this is our first divorce. This is seen, our first yeah. divorce, and it was 
of course seen as a really like negative thing kind of you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah I think it's this is uh, the society one like it's not common. Yeah. And she's very religious. Um, that yes. is a, a common theme you see throughout her life. She's very pr- uh, proud of her religion and she's kind of pious and like at points holds um, like Sunday Bible class or whatever they call them. Yeah, she goes to church more than parties. Yeah, like, so she's like, like, I mean, yeah. I can't, even nowadays, I mean, my parents couldn't get married in a Catholic church because my dad was married before my mom. So like, oh, wow, yeah. If that happened in, 1981 or yes. whatever year they got married yes. like now or back then in 1790 in the 1790s like oh my god that must have been so dramatic yeah so like well, I don't it was think a it was big like, deal and, and I think what had happened is that it sounds like she she kind of is like okay I'm kind of over this guy he's super mean I don't like again just every night sleeping on the wrong side of the bed like who knows <laughs> like what this guy is so angry such about a bad attitude. I know he's got such a bad attitude and it's actually her family that is like, no, you should divorce him. And they really back her on this decision. And yeah. so she, um, she tries to, f- she uh, kind of files for divorce. Um, and the two separate. And at this point, Kentucky is still a territory. And so right. she thinks that it's over and done with. Like she filed for divorce. They mm-hmm. don't have any kids. There's not a lot of like, she has her family support. She doesn't need his money. Like it's not a big yeah. thing. And so she's sort of just like, okay, I'm done with it. And she goes off and she, um, starts to live in her uh, mom's, like, boarding house, right, in Yeah, so she leaves Tennessee. Kentucky to she leaves Kentucky, and leaves Lewis yeah. and goes back to Nashville, yeah. where her mom has a boarding house of some sort. Yeah, this will, he'll come back around, this asshole first husband, but we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. when we get to it. So, he, so, she, she moves, this is, like, very, um, who do we just talk about that was, like, that moves, oh, Dolly Madison. That, yeah. That, like, lives in, that's so funny. Boarding houses. What a weird thing. thing. I think they, I mean... Because they just men stayed there. I think that it was like when these guys traveled for work and stuff. Yeah, there was like nowhere to stay, so the women of the town or would like wherever they village kind of yeah yeah and kept these and especially like during the war like the soldiers had a place yes. to stay yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you things like that yeah yeah. So I think that that's the impression I'm getting. Could be a complete lie. No, I mean it sounds right. That. It sounds right. Yeah. So she, especially in Tennessee, I'm sure it's they're the like first Airbnbs. <laughs> Like bed, bed and breakfast, so so nice. sweet. I so really want to go to Nashville, so maybe we can try to find a um, place. It's one of my favorite cities. Wherever we Ugh, stay, I'm going to pretend that's where Rachel and her mom live. Sounds <laughs> good. I love that. I love it. Well, you know, um, Tay and Jenny live there now. Yeah, Both shout out to Taylor Swift in Nashville. Shout and out to Jenny. Jenny Lewis. I didn't know she lived you there. Heard that's like her primary. Is she from Nashville? No, she's not. But she has a, an apartment there. I think. Say too much. I don't know if she writes there. Like maybe she has studio. Oh yeah, she's there. like in the mix down there. Yeah. We're gonna find her. We'll oh. find our girls. Yeah, I just feel like I'll really like Nashville. Oh, it's awesome. It's so special. Yeah, but we gotta go post COVID though. One because to travel safely, but because I want to see live music there. Well, yeah, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, like, I can't even imagine honestly what Nashville <gasps> Do you looks think like. It's right like now. such a ghost town. No, I bet you it's not because honestly the recording no, industry is not. thriving. <laughs> the recording industry is thriving. Like because you can I just know. record everything in your house. So it's probably a lot of musicians at their houses recording music. They're just not out playing. I know. I 
no, I'm really excited to see the music. It's going to be interesting to see, this is so off topic, oh. <laughs> but like, the, here we go, the music that comes, like, there was clear projects that came out during pandemic, 100%. and like, yeah. we're always going to look back and be like, I mean, not to bring up Taylor Swift, I'm sorry, but like, Evermore and Folklore. Take a drink. It's going to be like, <laughs> oh my god, those were the pandemic albums. Like, I'll yeah. listen to those when I'm 50 and know that when it came out immediately. Yeah. But I'm really interested to see who recorded during this time and then released posts. Oh, yeah. And to see how that music sounds. Like, totally. I imagine it will, I don't know, I'm just a dark. No, I mean, well, yeah. I'm I, just curious to see what how, what people create during this time. Oh, I think that's what it is. I think that, like, creative. yeah, I think that, like, there was stuff that got created pre and then it got released during. But then there's also things that are being made right now that are going to get released, like, later right. on down the line. And, and that many, stuff is going to be so epic. Yes. And how many albums didn't get their due? Because they were released right as oh, it all went down. Like, oh my god! That I think sucks. about like the Lady Gaga album that got released. Those Chromatica the, Oreos. I know. <laughs> get, if anyone knows where I can get the Chromatica Oreos, I didn't even know there were Oreos. Yes, they're pink. <laughs> Shout it out, because girl needs some. I've been looking for them. I can't find them. Wow. Anyway, we love Nashville. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. So, so Rachel's Rachel in Nashville. Um, we wonder why our episodes are getting longer and longer. Okay. So Rachel's <laughs> in Nashville. check this one. I know. Oh, we're so trying to do. So Rachel's in Nashville. Oh my God. At least it's been a half, half hour. hour. <laughs> Holy shit. We're only on Rachel being in Nashville. Okay. <laughs> so she's in Nashville. She thinks she's divorced from her first life. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. She's not. <laughs> not divorced from her first husband. Paperwork did but not go she, through. <laughs> it turns out when you get divorced in a territory, it doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just the lawyer's fault. Like, I'm saying, file the proper paperwork. I know. Clearly, any. I mean, I no. I think that he did that on purpose. I think this jerky. Lewis ex-husband Lewis did it on purpose Open he was like hostage. he was like they was like she was like about to cross state lines to get divorced and he was like come back for a second ugh awful Lewis is so toxic I know so anyway um she, she meets Andy, Andy <laughs> and Andy is like hot so I he's think. a strapping young lawyer apparently a redhead Claire I don't know if this is true Six <laughs> one strapping young man saw it in a documentary <laughs> Um, and he, they, they fall in love. Love at first sight. She's like smitten with Andy. And right away she brings him home to the family and they're like, okay, girlfriend, you do know how to pick them. Yeah. You should get married right now. So they're, yes. So the, they get married very quickly. Her dad is kind of, um, not hesitant, but like he's a soldier at this point, a lawyer and like fighting in a war. He loves the wars. So I think there's like a, not a money issue, but like. He's not a rich guy, so it's no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you totally. make money for your family? Totally. So that was always a, a concern, but he, um, he's fighting in the. I just might be skipping ahead at some point, but they really fall in love with him when he becomes the hero of the Battle of New Orleans. Oh my god! Which I just love. Yeah. Anytime Andrew Jackson's popular in this history, this timeline, it means it's you, when he's murdering people. I was gonna say. <laughs> Anytime Andrew Jackson is, like, on the front page of the newspaper, it means that, like, things were not going well. Yeah. It means that the wrong side of history is sort of taking front page. Because yeah. that is, Andrew Jackson was a full-on hero of the times. And yeah. I think that that's what's so wild to read about. Because it's, like, he's he is a American hero at this time. And when you go back and you read about him, he was a actual monster person. No, at one point he this is You have to talk about the duel. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was gonna okay. go So they get married. I'm they using get, quotations. Well it's compli- Oh god, it's yeah, so you explain this because I thought you really understood. So 
Two I'm marriages. Wait, wait, what was it? Two marriages. Two one. marriages, one wife. Yeah, so a lifetime movie coming out. So right. okay, they get married because here's the thing: Rachel thinks that she's divorced. Yeah. So they go classic 1793 vibe. <laughs> I think I'm divorced. Let me get remarried. Classic. So they get they kind of elope with they elope with um. Oh, in some Spanish territory, right? Yeah, which was actually Kentucky, Florida. Oh. <laughs> no, it was a part of Kentucky. Yeah, so they elope to another part of Kentucky and get married. Now, here's the thing. Rachel also got divorced in Kentucky. So not only is her divorce not legal, but her marriage is oh not God, legal The paperwork either. flying around Kentucky with <laughs> yeah. this woman's name on it is <laughs> wild. Yeah, so she gets divorced. So, and then, so then it gets crazy because then everybody... So then technic oh, and so then they come back to Virginia and they're yeah. like, you guys aren't really married. And she's like, oh crap, okay, let's get married again. So they get married, quote unquote, again in 1794. Yeah. But at this point, word has gotten out and now everybody is, word has gotten out that her, her first divorce actually never went through. Right. And so shit starts to go down. But that, so that's the complication there with Rachel and her like divorce and her marriages. It's really not that complicated. It's just that, yeah, the one city clerk in the one town in Kentucky was like not doing their job. Right. So it's annoying. No, it's absolutely insane. And hold on, I'm trying to find this information about the dual. Oh, this would have. So all these rumors were swirling now, of course. So there was now there was newspapers were happening oh yeah newspapers and railroads are a thing so, so this news is, is travel yeah and i just like wanna i really want to highlight the fact that this is a major shift in technology yeah and i think that any time that we see a president emerge during a major shift in technology um s- different ways of accessing the president start to change Yes. You know, and I think it's 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 a pattern that we're going to see over and over again. So, I mean, isn't that crazy? Like, Twitter became big when, like, Barack Obama was running yeah. for president. Like, that sounds so, not that long 100%. ago, but, like, but it's cra- it really transformed his presidency. Oh, totally. But I think what's interesting is that we're going to see technology shifts. So much. So much. But also, the increments are going to get smaller and smaller. Yeah. Because even between Trump's first election and Biden's election, yeah. so much happened technology-wise. You know, it's obviously moving faster than it should. We're all dying from it. Like, it's and it all, starts here. And it starts We're not here. even in the Industrial Revolution. Well, there's a, there's a funny thing. I, um, I watched some documentary on technology, and it was talking about how, like, when telephones came out, there were all these, like ads that were like they're gonna ruin your life they're gonna make quality time not worth it because you, you know what I mean so it's like the the seeds yeah. of like propaganda behind why technology is sort of bad for society as a whole have right. always been there and I think that this is a really good example of like how technology impacted the presidential campaign of 1828 yeah. and 1824 it's crazy yeah so because of this and technology being sorry sorry technology being railroads and newspapers yeah so things are able to travel quicker the news is getting around um and this is one of the first times there there was always gossip going on i mean we remember them all calling james or john adams uh anchovy Anchovy. james madison the tiniest yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so we know that like they talk shit on each other but for whatever reason i mean misogyny is like coming in strong here super um people really grasped onto this idea that rachel donaldson was not properly divorced yes when she started to live and sort of get married or whatever this paperwork situation was with andrew jackson so rumors not rumors but they would call her um a A whore a whore in the press they call her she was uh practicing bigamy 
which means you're married to more than one person. Um, so in 1806, Charles Dickinson, um, is, I don't know who he is really. He literally is like the son of Charles Dickens. Oh my God, so, <laughs> so he's just basically, he's talking shit on Rachel. Andrew Jackson hears this and he's livid. So let's not, not forget that he is kind of a psychopath. He's vengeful. <laughs> um, he likes to kill things and people. Um, so he f- like flies off the handle. Yeah. And I want to tell, I just, he, there, anything I read about this, there's always this underlying, uh, they're tying this with a bow and whitewash and the fact that he's like this romantic and he's like standing up for women. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's complicated because it's a little anti-slut shaming what he's doing. Right. And he is, but like, there's still that violence that's happening. But yeah, why are you getting, <laughs> why are you murdering about it? Yeah. So, right. <laughs> the way they're telling this is, like, Andrew Jackson's, like, this huge gentleman. So, anyway, he is pissed that Charles is talking crap about Rachel. Rightfully so. It's your wife. Um, he challenges him to a duel, as you would at that time. Um, but what? Like, really? Would you? Like, is everyone dueling? I think so. Jesus I mean, from what I learned from the Hamilton people. Right. That's right. That's right. Duels happen. Let's not forget. So, not you know, in Jersey. Love it. So, they're dueling. During this duel, um, Charles shoots Andrew Jackson in the chest. The bullet goes so close to his heart, doesn't kill him, miraculously. Um, I think he had a bullet lodged in his chest. Yeah, he, it couldn't come, come out. out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's in there. Yeah. For some reason he didn't It was like too down. unsafe to take it out. Yeah. It would have killed him. Yeah. Somehow it didn't kill him, that shot. But because of the rules of a duel, which I'm just going to trust the internet on this because <laughs> I don't know the rules of a duel, because... He was shot at and didn't die. Andrew Jackson then got to straight up just cold shoot Charles. Like, he couldn't run. Right, because they each got a shot. Yeah, I guess that, yeah. So he shoots Charles. (laughs) Honestly, Charles can't run. Kills Charles. I'm, I'm laughing because that it's so must absurd. have been such a like. Because how people, pissed would you be if you were Charles? <laughs> I'd be so angry. How crazy! This is like this is like um, this is like in this like a like a Super Bowl or something. Like you yeah. coming back from the bottom of the nine. I don't know. Uh, sorry, I'm like I'm like. Yeah, no, he. You just mix a lot of sports. <laughs> You do this note in the seriously. Baseball, bottom of the ninth, coming back, winning yeah. the game. But I'm just saying, like, you shot some you shot someone and you still don't win the duel. Insane. That's so and crazy. My favorite part of this is people in Tennessee were apparently outraged because Jackson then killed Charles. But those were the rules of the duel. So can you blame Jackson? And I don't like Andrew Jackson, but like that's what you folks do. So like who are you to, like, so, hate the game, don't hate the play. No, I, I mean, well, yeah, also, but also, like, did Andrew Jackson need to shoot? No, he, I mean, turn the other cheek, man. When they go low, <laughs> we go high. I don't know. He, he was, was not no, trying he to went down low. low. He doesn't know Wait, but who becomes, like, his best buddy, though, after this? So, he, there's rumors <laughs> now that, like, I mean, not rumors, he did cold blood kill someone. Um, so he's a reputation of violent and vengeful man. So now he's like, all right, listen, I'm just going to lean into this reputation. He just leans in. I'm just going to lean he's into like, my psychopath vibe. Yeah. Who's Fine. that woman who wrote the book, Cheryl Sandberg? Lean in. He was like, He is Girl. Cheryl Sandberg in this. And he's like, I'm going to lean into this. Like, honestly, know your brand, I guess. I, for you. I mean, he did know his brand. He did know his, he did know his bullet lodged brand. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So as he's leaned into his reputation, who does he become friends with? Aaron Burr. Another known murderer of a duel. I mean... Could you find a best buddy? I mean, that is his if best If they buddy. had podcasts, those two would start a podcast. No, they, like, would, they would. And they would talk about, like, the rules of a duel. Oh, my God. 
It was so crazy. It would be called Dueling with Jackson and Burr. Stop. <laughs> Working title. But anyway, he becomes friends with Aaron Burr. He's really, he's into this reputation. And you will see as we go up throughout uh, Rachel's life and, and his. Um, yeah, he just, he likes murder. <laughs> but he goes, so he takes this and then right after this, the War of 1812 starts up. And so he goes he's, like he's, headstrong into the War of 1812 as this like kind of, as this like, guy who can kill and everyone's like yes Andrew Jackson live your life and like yeah and I wonder if it's I mean it America at this point is so entrenched in war they just came out of the American Revolution we know the war of 1812 is like kind of revolution part two totally like we're really yeah. establishing our freedom yeah yeah so just like these people did nothing but murder people <laughs> no it was years. their whole life yeah so like I it's almost patriotic that He's this way, oh, you know, like 100%. that. I, no, he's an American hero as I far mean, as talk about supporting concerned. the troops. They really, <laughs> really supported the troops back then. Like, no, I mean, I ooh. think, yeah, but that's just because I think that at this point, you know, you have people that uh, were born, you know, ha- their whole lives being entrenched in war against whoever it was, right? Yeah, and so it's like. If you're gonna, if if the War of 1812 is gonna happen and it's gonna finally get the British to like get out, whoever does that is the hero, like is an American hero yeah. as far as they're concerned. Do you know what I mean? Now, of course, like again, the history is so whitewashed and it's so bogged down in this like dichotomy where like there has to be a winner and a loser right. that I think that unfortunately that's how it's like told, and of course, that's how we have to kind of digest it but I think at the end of the day like the the wars were so silly like it was all just so silly like people should just be you know like you you shouldn't have just come to America and thought that you could take over. There were people living no, here. No, white you know men cannot I mean? stand like, the fact that there was Native Americans. Yeah, everywhere. so it's like the whole thing is stemming from like inadequacies in masculinity, classic. I mean, go to therapy <laughs> and don't run for office slash become a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew Jackson is as a hero of the War of 1812. Oh, they love him, yeah. They I love him so much. I just want to touch on, um, they never had biological children, these two. This yes, Rachel and Andrew, as yeah. we get into the um, campaign and the presidency. Um, they don't have biological children. They do adopt uh, her nephew, and they change his name to Andrew Jackson Jr., which I love. <laughs> um, that sounds, like, salty. Like, what is that? I mean, rude. That's and really then my, salty. And then my, this is the best. They adopt a Native American boy because... Oh, my God. Because Andrew Jackson goes, and at some point, he's on one of his killing rampages, quote-unquote, <laughs> yeah. for America. Yeah. And he sees this Native American boy, and he's already killed their entire family. Yeah. And he says... What does he say, Elise? What's the so quote? So he... Oh, no, so he said... He, he sees slaughters her. everyone. He tries to give this baby back to some creep woman who didn't die in the slaughter. And she says to him, you'd best kill him. You've killed all his family anyway. So Jackson then interprets this as, I'm going to adopt him <laughs> and take him back home. That so is so crazy. The only way I could... Yeah, this is a great metaphor. Yeah. Could understand this because I was trying to be like, wow, like, you really, what is... That is interesting. Like, <laughs> did anyone comment on this? So I put it in my modern terms, and this would be Donald Trump adopting a baby that he put in a cage. That's right. Trying to cross the border, and he was like, no, I like you. I see something in you. Let's come to the White House. We're going to educate you, brown baby. Yeah. That's what this was. Yeah. And (laughs) just saying it that way, 
I'm enraged. I mean, that, and, and like this, yeah. And if but that no. had happened, can you imagine? Yeah. And let's not forget. Technology I mean, would have been up in arms. Ooh, imagine Twitter? No. Hey, imagine Twitter. No, no, no. Not only, this is, I mean, pre 1830 is Trail of Tears and Indian Removal Act. Yes. So he has a Native American child, and in 1830, he still he decides, decides, let's murder all these And Native that Americans. is the Again. first major piece of legislation he yes. passes. Yeah. What? It's crazy. I mean, wow. The lack of self-awareness. I, I don't know what the term is, but so he's a psychopath. And no, he, I mean, I think that, yeah, he's, he's a he's total like, narcissist. Like the idea that he's like names that weird, that the nephew, Andrew Jackson, and then decides <laughs> that like he sees something in this Native American child who yeah. he's just killed Everyone. all of their family members. I mean, it's just, it's really, really intense Insane. and awful. So... <sighs> Oh, 1824. I mean, 1824 comes up. And I guess, like, oh, God, it's 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 interesting because, you know, I feel like both of us were, like, trying to dig for information on Rachel because it's, like, but you know what? I mean, obviously, his egregious actions are taking center stage. She is, like, a deeply religious woman who's just trying to live, uh, live her life in a sort of quiet and, like, pious way. Yeah, so she's not political. She's not political at all. Like, she's known as, like... So he's really into the war. Obviously, he's away most of the time because he's at war. She prays for him constantly. She does not want to be the center of attention of her war hero husband. Yeah. She's, like, genuinely she worried like about lives, his life. She lives... They they have a, an enormous amount of slaves, and they live in a yeah. log cabin in, um, in Tennessee, and she spends most of her time there. Yeah. Um, and then... And it's and then Andrew Jackson decides in eighteen twenty four he wants to run for president. And this well, is, no, he doesn't. No, want he to doesn't run want to run for president. Yeah, 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 that's right. But he is so you know he gets on the ballot or they yeah. put his name on. He gets. This is the election. If you listen to last episode, where he won the popular vote and the electoral college vote, um, and still lost because of the uh, dealings of Quincy, uh, Quince, John Quincy yeah, Adams, Quince bought and the Henry Clay. Yeah, but I mean, I think, see, that's, see, it's interesting. They say that he didn't want to run, but like, no, this is, this is why Donald Trump fucking loves Andrew Jackson. Sorry, now I'm getting on modern day because I hate, I just will never not. No, but it's like, it's like. We all know Donald Trump loves Andrew Jackson, but it's the same bullshit of like, oh, I need to run. I'm an outsider. It's this underdog Americans need me. Well, it's so crazy. And then you're just like a violent cruel man that well, hurts people. Yeah, and to to understand like America loves an underdog, right? Like if you think back to the revolutionary war, like we were the yeah. underdog. And so then but we're not anymore. The white person in America is not the underdog. No. So to try and play that card at any point. Now, way more inappropriate today than it was in 1824. Yeah. But but even still, like you know, if Andrew Jackson really didn't want to be the center of attention and be the president, he don't be a soldier and kill He everyone. would have or he just says no. Yeah. But he did. There's no way in his, there's no way in hell he didn't want to be the president. That's like that that, that party that the the Adams threw him and they were yes, like, yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you don't want to run, you don't want to run, and he still does. Yeah. He totally. I mean, I I hear what you're saying in the way of like like you're comparing it to Donald Trump, I but it's it just, just like the, this underdog mentality of like, well, it just it has to be, you know, and it's like no, and clearly it doesn't. the Americans again a narcissistic personality. Yes, disorder. yeah, yeah, and clearly the Americans liked him because of his war hero status. So when he sees this in in numbers, I don't think they pulled like we do now. Like there was totally yeah. But when he sees this in 1824, he thinks, "Fuck this! I am gonna run next election because," which we find out Quince was kind of 
it wasn't the best execution of President yes. <laughs> Great ideas. We love it. Bernie style. Yeah. But he was not executed properly. No. no. He certainly so, was not an American war hero. No. You know, and that's and what everybody, war, yes. and everybody was craving that. Yeah. So Andrew Jackson comes in in 1828, runs for president. Yeah. Um, and this is getting back to Rachel here. This is when Rachel really comes into play. Again, the misogyny that comes after it's this woman. It's crazy. Quince himself now is attacking her in the press. He calls well, her a yeah. whore. He says, how can this um, adult, this woman who is an adulterer, how can her husband run a Christian land? So mm-hmm. he's pulling the white Christian the Puritan vibe, vibes. Puritan all that vibes, crap. yeah. yeah. So, well, it's interesting, too, and again, like, and so Quince kind of starts this tirade, but then it gets picked up all over. Yeah. And again, this is the... So they ch- they talk about the election of 1828 as the growth of the two-party politics. Oh, I love that. So yeah. it's also when we start to see this idea of like two parties pitted against each other yeah. and doing whatever they can to really um, like tear the other party down. And, yeah. whether, and if that means going for the gut and going for the wife or going for the family, that's what they're going to yeah. do. And that's what we see so clearly in 1828. And again, I think that like rumors only get started when you have enough people talking about it. And because technology, be it newspapers and trains, yeah, um, the rumor mill is way more abuzz than it ever has been. And so now Rachel is getting put in the middle of this yeah, and Thing she's she, really you know, depressed. But and yeah. I want it clear, um, this was not like a Ted Cruz style, like where Quince has called her ugly or whatever, and he's just like, "Oh, it's fine." Like, no, she was he, ups- Andrew yeah. Jackson was pissed. Andrew Jackson he's was super livid. angry. Yeah. She falls into a depression because she's. Just, I mean, like your name is getting dragged through the mud. Your your partner's name is getting dragged through mud. I mean, be it as it will, she loved Andrew Jackson. Yes. That was her partner. And she it's loved all him. because she left. A marriage that wasn't good for her. For I'm, I mean, bold statement, but for her safety, I'm assuming she was unhappy. She leaves the marriage, and now she's getting shit for it in the press. Years later, I mean, thirty years later, it's insanity. Yeah, and the fact that she had had a very successful marriage with Andrew Jackson from then on, you know, and it's like, and they made up this weird lie that she was a bigamist when really, again, the damn clerk can't get their shit together, you know? Yeah, it was was some crazy twisted story that didn't even, wasn't even like true to begin with, but now it's getting like, her name's getting dragged through the mud along with Andrew Jackson's name. and she already, again, is not a fan of politics, so she tells friends, I would rather be a dorky in the house of God than live in that palace in Washington. Ugh. So she's like, I'd rather be fucking dead yeah. than be floated. So, Andrew Jackson wins, and it's on December 3rd, so the election's a little bit later than yeah. uh, typical, and it's decided pretty early on, and it's, it's kind of known that Andrew Jackson's going to win this election. Quince, like, he sort of runs, but like not really. Like he's like yeah. it's it's really murky whether or not he actually he's tried to run. Me, it's like he's like I got fired. Like as he gets fired, he's like no, actually I quit. Like I feel like it was that kind totally. Of vibe. Yeah, that vibe exactly. But yeah. like he was on the ballot. There's an election. Well, it's map weird because yeah, and it's weird because like at this time you still can't campaign for presidency. So it's yeah, no one's funny really because. Yeah. But that being said, I mean I think that like the propaganda, technology, all of it is growing, so it kind of feels like there's campaigns yeah. for the first time again. The growth of this you know two-party politics so it's decided pretty pretty early on once they kind of you know uh the election happened in december back then and so uh even before that uh rachel kind of says listen andy 
if you win, bro, I'm not coming to Washington with you. It's volatile. It's horrible. I yeah. want to stay in Tennessee. I don't want to. Yeah, like, I, yeah, <laughs> I'd rather be dead. And then really sadly, on eight, December 22nd, um, she, does she dies of a heart attack. So like not yeah. three weeks later, she, she and she's she's young. She's she's not Jackson old. is devastated. Is like Thomas beyond. Jefferson, devastated. Yeah, he's but like way more volatile. Yeah, he gets angry. Well, so I guess maybe her, not way more volatile. He Thomas blamed, Jefferson was pretty um, the the attacks on her for her death. Of course, words can't kill someone, but you know maybe the stress, whatever. He blames everyone for her death. Yeah. At her funeral, he says, "May God Almighty forgive her murderers. I never can." So, dude is coming in hot. And, again, she was not murdered. She died of a heart attack. You know, but, like, again, uh, women have, heart, women have like, such high rates of heart disease yeah. because of probably these external factors yes. that, like, nobody's talking about now. Certainly He's not leaning then. into the vengefulness. He I mean, sure talk is. About well, that was his whole vibe forever. I'm not surprised he's doing that for his wife. Yeah. Who he loved. They loved each other. So she was never actually first lady. No. Because he's obviously not inaugurated at this point. That doesn't happen until March of 1829. So she is technically never a FLOTUS. That's but right. she still gets her respect because... Yes. And I think that it's important like to talk about Andrew Jackson's time in the White House. And you need all of that backstory to talk about what actually happened in the White House, which is literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Comes rolling in 1829, (laughs) mourning her death. So upset. He made it very clear that he's doing jack shit the first year of his election. Because he was in mourning. uh, His administration because he needed to mourn his wife's death. feel like it's sort of a waste of time. (laughs) I mean, again, could have been doing something. But (laughs) he had that as a bit. At least he wasn't killing people at this point. No, truly. He's a year off of murder. Yeah. (laughs) Um, he doesn't throw parties. He no, doesn't, he doesn't throw parties. Yeah. But he does bring in. Um, he does need a hostess, so he brings in. This brings us to our second lady of um, this episode. Yeah, which maybe we should make this a two parter and break here. I didn't think we'd talk about Rachel so long. I didn't think we would either. <laughs> Let's. Yeah, we'll we'll stop here. We're next time we're gonna talk about Emily, Emily. and we're gonna talk about Sarah. Yeah, because there's two more ladies to talk about. But that's such good. This is such good like exposition for like. What's yeah, you need happen. to tell the ra- the story of Rachel Donaldson because I don't think. I, I was saying this to you off the pod. Again, yeah. we talk about this in our normal life. Right. Of course. <laughs> um, I think. If if Rachel was alive and, and was able to go to the White House with him, not that I think she would have thrown parties because that wasn't her vibe, but I think the White House would have been more chill. I think Andrew Jackson would have been more chill. Trail of Tears, like, wouldn't have happened. Maybe the anti removal act wouldn't have <laughs> no, happened. No, I know. Not that I know. she was... I mean, she, they had slaves. It wasn't like she's this woman no, who's, no, like, an no. abolitionist and, like, fighting for human rights or feminism. No, she was not, not at all. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he... She chilled him out and... You know, maybe brought some compassion into him. Yeah, yeah. They really, really tell that he's, like, this gentleman for women. And, like, but, I mean, he kind of was. Because we'll get into the petticoat affair when Emily, uh, Emily comes in. But in the next episode. So, like, he does have this underlying vibe of, like, I want to protect women. But in a violent way. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I know, and I think, yeah, I mean, I think that the anti-slut shaming of it all is so interesting because there was, like, there is this, um, there is this, like, you know, like, I like is like, you want men to really fight for women's rights, right? You want you men... You need them to be an ally, of course. You need them to be an ally, but sometimes what you need more than that is for them to just stop talking and listen. 
Yeah. And I think that that was something that Andrew Jackson was just not going to do. No, he was like, he let's was duel. Like, let's duel instead. And yeah. like, I think that sometimes even today and now when like, I think it's important, like I said, for men to like stand up for women's rights. But sometimes what's more important is just to like let women tell their story. Yeah. You know. So, so it's interesting because maybe Andrew Jackson was our first like anti-slut shaming president. But at the same time, he was like. Oh, I kind of hate that it was him. Well, yeah. And, but it be, but, but the way he was going about it was so wrong and so yeah. bad. There was still such a, a toxic masculinity vibe to it. hundred percent. It's like that great SNL skit of, um, like, I think this was like right as Me Too was happening. They did a skit of like the good guy and yeah. like a guy hidden on you in a bar like he's in the pink pussy hat that's what I'm saying. and like yes, a yes, you yes. know women are the or female future the futurist female shirt and then like a woman denies like a drink and they're like all right fuck you bitch yeah totally yeah. totally it's that exact vibe yeah, it's I like, feel like that, that was his vibe which side note everyone should watch promise and young woman i don't know if you've seen I it i just that. watched it last night elizabeth told me to watch it bonus episode bonus app i love it i was really just like want to talk about that movie endlessly but it's that vibe that they go into um Right, not this, not rape culture at all, but like culture of like the nice guy, the gentleman, which like there's still there's like an underlying aggression that's happening. Yes, because masculinity is, I mean, ugh, anger is a blanket over pe- fear and powerlessness. You know what I mean? I and so like that. I know it's that's the truth. That's Andrew Jackson. That's Andrew Jackson. Is like he was angry, and it's because he was fearful and powerless. And instead he of like, he couldn't stop people from talking shit on Rachel, and, and he couldn't yeah. stop her from dying. Yeah. And the same thing happened with TJ. You know, I think we're going to see it a lot. I think that was, I mean, we talk about these women and we can only talk about them in the context of um, the men in their lives because it's just frankly who we know more about. And maybe when we get later on, we'll be able to kind of more pivot the conversation. But I think it's also for us, it's a retelling of American history. And the truth is that American history is rooted in patriarchy and toxic masculinity. Yes. And it's it's gonna take a really long time till we see that shift. And this it's is 2021. And we have a female <laughs> vice president. She's still second in line. Like it's yeah. it's insane to me. I'll, yeah. Like, whew. Yeah. 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 And I think that this whole like adage of like men, right? Like it's it's not really about men sticking up for women. It's really about letting women tell their own stories. And that's where Andrew Jackson yeah. kind of like had it wrong in lots of other ways too. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like in, in this context, in this context, story, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, sure. He was like trying to like help Rachel and all of this stuff. But at the same time it was like, well, can you just chill out for a second? Because like, it's actually, yeah. you're actually not helping her very much. Right. But, but well, I mean, this will be a better conversation, not better, but this will be a, like a, a more thorough conversation when we talk about Emily. So yeah. I think let's pause let's and do advice. advice. Rachel, okay. though, real quick before we end. Oh, shit. Okay, advice. Okay, here's my advice. I'm going to do advice pre-Andrew Jackson, post-Andrew. Like pre-knowing Andrew Jackson, yeah. post-knowing Andrew Jackson. Okay. Pre-knowing Andrew Jackson. Um, definitely, well, I want to say don't marry that guy because that yeah, was like awful. That was like really, really awful. But I also Lewis feel sucked. like, I, what? <laughs> Lewis sucks. I know, he did suck. I think I, I like, I was okay, definitely don't marry Lewis. And then I just post Andrew Jackson, um, stay in Tennessee. Oh yeah. I mean, one. you were, you were going to. Like, you were going to. You had made a right decision. But, like, don't get involved. I wonder if she would have ever went to the White House. Like, I mean, I guess she would have spent some time there. But I, this would have been, like, our first first lady who didn't 
live there full time, maybe. Yeah. Totally. Which I don't know if that's ever happened. Melania. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess it's her yeah, many yeah, months yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that happened. Yeah. I'm sure that happened. I'm interested to see how we'll that. see. Yeah, maybe not. But yeah, probably don't leave Tennessee because God, like that log cabin sounds like it was nice. Yeah, that sounds cozy. Sounds really cozy. Very cottagecore. What's your what's your um, advice? My advice in general for for Rachel is find a better law clerk to <gasps> Kentucky. <laughs> don't get married in a territory, bro. Like, what's wrong? I like, feel like this all could have been avoided if they didn't get married or divorced um, in Kentucky territory because <laughs> the paperwork would have just been more legit. Yeah. I know it was all analog. I know it's tough. Maybe the filing <laughs> system wasn't, like, professional. I don't know, but, like... They ouch. didn't have file cabinets yet. It was, like, all wooden. Talk about, like, the butterfly effect of... Like, no. this one, like, lost, I'm assuming it was lost paperwork. <laughs> yes, Some dumb too. law clerk fucked shit up. Who probably didn't even have to be, like, actually a lawyer because it was just a territory. No, it was probably a farmer. Oh, my God. That's like so Like, the milkman or something weird. Were there milkmen in Kentucky? Probably. But I don't know. Just <laughs> there like, were definitely cows. Maybe it was just a cow. <laughs> she dropped her paperwork off at the, at the cow. The cow took care of it. It's, like, so problematic. And oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like this would never have been an issue. And, like, God knows where our country would have been. Totally. Oh, I <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> she was properly divorced and Andrew Jackson didn't go on a fucking rampage and kill people. <laughs> anyway, Rachel, I'm so sorry you didn't get to live a great, fulfilling life. And it yeah, was I mean, but you know what? I'm up. happy for Rachel that she fell in, that she and Andrew Jackson did fall in love because she did have a second chance at love and everybody <gasps> deserves like a good second chance with that stuff, especially when she so admirably left a marriage that just wasn't working for her, which I think, yeah. again, is really admirable. Props to her for yeah. leaving a toxic marriage. Yeah. That is good. I forgot She about was that. strong in that way, and she was able to have a second chance at that love. And able, no, and able to have that. a second chance, like, at a, at a relationship that I think really meant a lot to her. She loved yeah. him. He loved her. Oh, my God. Let's all fall in love for a second time. Oh. That's really sweet. Rachel, all right, Rachel. Thanks. thanks. You go, girl. Also, to all of you who listen, thank you. We love yeah. you. We came in hot at the beginning of the episode, but I sometimes the, give the, us a second chance, just like Rachel gave us a second chance. The passion is real. Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, Take care of each other.